0: You are listening to the New Utah Podcast with your hosts, Bree.
1: People can say my name and I still don't pay attention. Chris,
0: this is what happens when your number one health concern in the state is porn. Jeremy flicks it and then Watson just kicks the living crap out of whoever. And Julia.
2: This week on Julia does everything
3: that's embarrassing.
0: I need to fucking go to Bear Lake. Episode three seventy six, <laughs> three hundred seventy six episodes. of Well,
3: this.
1: it's pretty good that we're gonna go this week then.
0: I know of this show. Then this show being the New Utah Podcast. Um, yeah. If you're up in Bear Lake this next weekend, come say hi. Um, or if not. you're listening to this and want to rob my house, um, asshole. <laughs> That's all I can say because you you know if you figured
4: out where I live and stalk me, you know now. But I'm going on a trip. Ryan, my engineer, will be there. He said to send a text and say, Hey, meet his new baby. He's, he's a new dad.
0: I think it's great. Like, because we have so many people that go, like it's, it's 30-ish this year, which is the biggest year we've had. Um, we get random people that stop by that, you know, friends that are also up there of various people and, you know, they, they show up and hang out for a few hours and sometimes they have, shitty kids and sometimes they don't sometimes they are the shitty kid yeah well sometimes we have shitty kids i'm not it's, gonna lie like my kid last year her friends were that um, was
4: that was something
0: i wanted to fucking murder all three of them
4: that was something regardless of whose fault it was like and then the emergency yeah, that's
1: always fair just murder everybody no matter who's well is.
0: that's why it's equal it's equal punishment of murder see he's not discriminating no no and i don't want to figure it out i was so mad though like there was not a whole lot of reconciliation for me for people to do that but uh that's why we made a rule no more friends for our kids this is going to be better yes
1: well no that's not what we made we made a rule no more sean's friends that's
0: true that's true cassie could still cassie never brought a friend did she no she doesn't have it's always been it's not true either she
4: has friends uh, no, so Cassie's been friends are awesome. Sean's have, friends yeah. that turn into drama after. Yeah,
1: I mean, just, Kennedy wasn't drama. She was just uh, apart, and so she made Sean be apart, and then
0: because she wasn't around people she knew, which meant she was uncomfortable. Which our girls know everyone. I mean, fuck. that's not true. Even Cassie has her uncomfortable moments, but she's not. That's a true. Dick. But they also know everyone. They've met them before. They've hung out before. For instance, Sean and Roan spent. The better part of an entire evening in a fucking closet together with Brie and Vanita <laughs> in Hawaii. Well, and Henry too, like to be fair, night. for a while. That's true. Henry was bugging everyone, but they were like- Oh, just to
1: escape. L- the- well, they were literally in the walk-in closet
4: well, of the suite away of our bedroom. Sound. What'd you call it? The mommy safe room or something like that is what they would call uh,
1: I No, Roan was in there and then I went in there and then we sat down and then- I don't know, Sean came in. I don't know, we just ended up...
0: (laughs) I still think that destination wedding with all of our friends was one of the best ideas we had. That house was awesome. It was so fun. It was was so much fun to be able to spend so much time with all of our friends doing different things and... Uh, Getting married? Yeah,
4: I mean that was a good part of it too. I guess watching the seals, watch <laughs> the old ladies, watch us. Yeah, the, the the seal, just one, the seal, just one, one big old motherfucker. It was funny the two old ladies who watched the whole thing. I mean they're welcome to. It's a public I beach. I wouldn't have. It no, was a private I, beach. I would have. No, it I would
0: have. To- I would have <laughs> totally watched <laughs> someone's is, wedding. Like I thought it was a beautiful ceremony. At least have some dude
4: in a thong walking by, like in all the pictures.
0: Yeah, no, they were super respectful. They stayed their distance. They let the ceremony happen. Um, yeah, it was fun, but, uh, yeah, so Bear Lake, I'm excited for that to happen. I was talking to Jeremy yesterday and, um, cause I, I don't drink a whole lot of anything anymore. I pretty much, when I want to drink, I just have a glass of scotch and that's it. Like some kind of scotch, maybe whiskey, but mostly scotch. I don't do mixers. I don't beer. I can't do it. Fucks up my stomach now. So I just drink scotch. So I said to Jeremy, "I can't wait for friends, scotch, and scratchers." Yep, because Jeremy is the only other person that likes scratchers, scratchers as much as I do. I
1: remember when we went to Yellowstone with the uh with Josh and Carissa and Vanny and Trung. Oh yeah, and we got scratchers, and the their kids just they just wanted to scratch the scratchers, and they Vanny and Trung wouldn't let them. They were very not even that. scratch them.
4: Because they're underage. I guess. So, they just, I don't know. Anti-gambling? So I, I don't know. So I know I've told this story on here before, but that's kind of tell it again. So when I was a kid growing up, I'd spend time with my grandparents in Idaho, the Catholic grandparents. Mm-hmm. So let me preface that. Uh, and part of my grandma's shopping every week was loaf of bread, gallon of milk, stick of butter, and scratchers. So like every time, and uh-huh. then she'd let me scratch them, and we'd win- T-shirts, 20 bucks. I mean, never anything substantial, but for me, the Idaho lottery scratchers is just nostalgic. It's yeah. Just going to the grocery store with my grandma and she let me pick them out, you know, whatever it was, pick out the dollar ones. Okay. For and me, I just it was so cool. For me, growing up, it was pull tabs
0: in Wyoming. I don't know if you know what those are. Yep. They're like pieces of cardboard you crack the side and pull off. It's
1: kind of like, uh, the McDonald's monopoly when that they thing. have that.
0: Yeah, except it's not stickers like McDonald's. No, but but, I said kind of. It's like cardboard that you like you pull the like five tabs back and if you have matching symbols you win some money. When we were kids, uh so my mom worked for the Eagles, the club the Eagles, um, which she was also a member of. But because she was a bartender there most nights, she actually knew because the bartenders paid out Whoever won at the bar there and the Eagles at the time, Wyoming didn't have lottery yet. And at the time, the Eagles was one of the only places that you could uh, do any kind of gambling like that um, because they're a charity organization, like all of their stuff, they their nonprofit and all their money goes to charity. And so they were able to do that in the state of Wyoming. But she would just watch and she would see like. Okay. Well, we've gotten most of the way through the box of whatever this one is. And there's still three of the big prizes left or two of the big prizes left. Like it's due to hit because I know how many are left in the boxes. Well, in the mornings, we cleaned the bar. So that was my first like job when I was like a, like a 12 year old, we cleaned the bar and made money cleaning the bar in the mornings. So we'd go in in the mornings and she'd. Pump in 20 bucks in the machine and grab pull tabs to take them home. And then we'd open them. Undoubtedly, like we would end up winning because she, she knew, knew they were close. And then she would sneak them in, like while she was hanging out at the bar a different day, not working. And she would just get some and she'd start, you know, she'd hey. she, like sneak the one in, the winning one in. So I'm sure they figured it out. And I'm sure they didn't give a shit because she was basically a single mom with two kids. She so.
1: wasn't basically.
0: I mean, she was married most of the time that we were growing up to deadbeats that didn't have jobs, but you know, that's a different story. Um, but yeah, so that kind of stuff, I like, I just enjoy it. How did, how
1: old did she turn this week?
0: Um, 62. She's 20 years older than me. So she had me when she was 19. It's pretty, pretty awesome. Young, but not unheard of. No, also an accident. I think I've and talked about and a few times. But yeah. Um, yeah, but, uh, uh, that's coming up. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, a couple of soccer things. And then I know Julia has, uh, an honest review of an event that she attended <laughs> and we're going to make her talk about it. Um, so first off, Women's World Cup is still going on, but the U.S. women's team lost, uh, Sunday morning. Um, it was a long game. They went into extra time. They went into penalty kicks and eventually, uh, the U S women lost in, um, penalty kicks kind of heartbreaking, but, uh, you know, a lot of people are down on the women's team because I think they're just the perennial favorites, but this is the first time in like four or five cycles that we have mostly young players. Like almost the entire team is under 20 and they're playing, you know, senior level players, which is 23 plus. And so, I think they did good uh, for their age and their experience, and I think it sets them up nicely for the next cycle in four years to do really well and probably win. Uh, and the other thing is the world's catching up to the U.S. in terms of women playing professional soccer in leagues that matter around the world. And so I think that you're seeing more of those those things start to come out in women's competition at the, the world level, which is really, uh, really good. And then RSL uh, won its game on Friday. So there's a long story here. So we're in this competition this summer called the League's Cup. So Major League Soccer is officially on break. And while it's on break, there's this other tournament going on between Major League Soccer teams and all the teams from Liga MX, which is Mexico's Premier League. And so um, we got through the group stage. We went on to the next stage. We played Club Leon. Uh The game was scheduled for last Friday. Um. It got moved to Thursday, with less than three days notice to get people to the game. Wow! So uh, it got moved to Thursday night. I had to do a TV because of who was playing on Friday. Well, I don't know if you remember Thursday night here in Salt Lake, but anyone that was in Salt Lake on Thursday night, we had the craziest Torrential fucking thunderstorms, <laughs> tons of lightning, like a
1: lot. The rain wouldn't have done it. Julia had some pictures that she was taking it outside of her shop where it was like the Street just looked like it was moving.
3: The, yeah, the um, the storm drains were all overflowing, yeah, and all yeah. the gutters were coming out. It, it looked it, like, like it was moving. I like. wouldn't have been able to get to my car and like safely drive it out of there. And I had to just sit there and wait and to make sure my shop didn't flood. Yeah. It got a little moist, but it didn't flood, luckily. But the water was right up to the door.
0: Yeah. Well, and I mean, so. Uh, Besides the rain, it was a lot of lightning, like tons of lightning. It was so cool though. It was really cool to watch. It reminded me of growing up, you know, when I was little in Texas and the thunderstorms you'd get in Texas like that. Um, and it's Arizona gets them too this time of year. It's monsoon season. So we are in a desert. We do experience monsoons this time of year and that's what that was. Uh, but anyway, so the, the game ends up getting delayed before it starts because of the storm and then about two and a half hours, three hours later, they just cancel it for the night and move it back to Friday. <laughs> uh, so like, I was going to go. We had tickets. I got tickets. And then when they moved it to Thursday, I'm like, you need to refund my tickets. I can't go. I have another commitment. And then it got postponed anyway to Friday. And by that point, we had other plans. And so I couldn't go Friday. But RSL won. And RSL is actually playing tonight. Um, so by the time people hear this, who knows if they'll have one or not. But they play LAFC In LA, in just a couple of hours, uh, and it'll be, um, really cool to watch. This is a great competition. RSL is doing fantastic, uh, in it. And, uh, it's just another way for them to earn a trophy, make a bunch of money because they've spent something like 16 million on players this year, which is unheard of for a team that, for a team that hadn't even spent 2 million on one player up to this point in its history to spend basically 16 million on players this year is a huge statement from the new ownership group. So yeah, I was going to say new ownership says a lot. Uh, it's been, it's been a great season yeah. also with that storm. Uh, I sent you guys a picture of this. So my office is on 106 South, just West of I-15. It's like right at the top of the Hill there. Well, so Draper, the city of Draper had declared a state of emergency following that storm Thursday night because they had a lot of flooding uh, and they had a whole bunch of infrastructure. They got fucked up. Well, South Jordan had on 106 South, they had a bad storm drain underneath it apparently, and it's right by river bottom there. Uh-huh. Uh and the amount of water from that storm eroded Washed away the road, the road because the drainage system was messed up. A huge fucking chunk of the Eighth foot sinkhole. deep sinkhole Yeah. in the middle of 106 South. Like I get back into the yeah. office from like going to the bathroom or something and. My boss is like, hey, have you seen what what's happening over here? I'm like, what are you talking about? So I go over there and I look. And I'm like, holy shit. That's insane. Like, it had just happened. I didn't, you know, unfortunately, I didn't get to see it, like, actually drop, which would have been really cool. And
1: I was asking, I was like, did you see it? He was like, no. So no, no cars were involved in it. it.
0: Yeah. As people managed to avoid it.
1: But it was weird because that road was already, like, had cones and stuff on it. And so, yeah.
0: So anyway, so... The, it's already fixed. It was fixed Monday It was funny cuz Cassie it.
1: came by to see us and Chris was showing her and she was like, "That's the other side." And he's like, "What?" And she and her friend, her friend works, works the on the other side. The, that's funny. And sent her pictures from the other side.
4: That's funny.
0: Yeah, so that was kind of great. That storm was insane. Um, that was a it was a fun storm. Um, okay. So, Julia you were somewhere this weekend. I yep. saw pictures.
3: So I was vending at the Ogden Pride Festival on 25th Street. Um, historic 25th historic, Street. Historic, uh, yeah. There's nothing
0: um, left there from the original 25th Street. Not much.
3: Um, from a guest standpoint, it was an awesome event. They had performers. They had music. They had a lot of good food trucks. Awesome. From a vendor standpoint, it was so bad. Um So I got to get up at 6 in the morning and drive an hour out there. Um, and we get our setup spot and I'm like, heck yeah, we are right by the entrance. This is going to be great. We can literally see them waiting to let people in. Uh, little did we know it's a one way circle and we were n- vendor number 134 out of 140 and you have to go in order through all of the tents the way that they had it set up. Um, so everyone who's in the first half did amazing. And everyone in my section did so bad so many people didn't even make their booth rent back. Well, Cuz cause, Cause like, by the time people get to us, they've already spent all their money. Well that and they're fucking and tired they're of walking and, and looking and, at vendors
0: right. and they like, just, they
3: really needed to have opened it so people could go either direction.
0: They re- they really just made it one way traffic. It was a
3: one way circle.
0: Wow, that's just terrible And
3: then is. what if you wanted to go back to a vendor? You had to go all the way I mean, around again? No, you that was the exit. But um you could walk back, but you had to start through the amphitheater and then go through a tunnel and then you'd get to the outside. like yeah.
0: I mean, just imagine like if like think of a big convention like Fanex. if they funneled everyone through one through one space. The crappy
3: you- part is we all paid the exact same booth fee and we all had no control over where we were put. Yeah. Well, and I guess like
0: the placement, the vendor placement, it makes sense. You don't have control over where you're placed if you all pay the same fee. But, like, the design of, like, a a one-way circle where some vendors are just, like, you know, you're a 100 vendors down. Like, you're not going to make money. There were
3: six vendors after me, and they didn't make their booth rent. I was lucky enough to make mine. But, like, I could see just a ways in the distance the other crystal tent that had a line out the tent because everyone was getting them. And then they'd get to me, and they'd be like, oh, I already bought crystals. Whoops. Yeah. And I was next door to, like, a, a hair tinsel. They were doing little hair tinsel uh, extensions, and literally on the other side of us, on the, right before them, was another person doing hair extensions for Pride, so everyone would go to them, and then they'd get around and be like, oh, whoops, I already so got, got one.
0: That's also a really poor way to do it. Like, if you have-
3: If you weren't the first one, if you, you didn't have, get anything.
0: If you have a lot of vendors, like 140 vendors, you need to make sure- that you don't have a lot of duplication. Right.
3: There were so that's many one thing of that the, the same the, things. The farmers
0: market does a really good job of downtown. Right. They right. don't, unless you're a produce vendor, like you, they don't let you compete basically right. as an artisan essentially. If you do leather. They've
4: got one leather. That's it. Yeah. And
3: there, and there were a lot of tents where people crammed multiple businesses in them and witchcraft and crystals are really trendy right now. Yeah. So you could tell a lot of people are just adding crystals just for the sake of having mm-hmm.
0: them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, that's very a that's very poor design from a vendor standpoint. It's not unlike the shitty design that uh, WestFest had last year yep. for you in the so summer.
3: not worth the 15-hour day and yeah. the two hours of driving well, and the 100-mile
0: it. round trip. It's not just booth fee that goes into that. Like, it's a whole day's work plus and more. And food and yeah.
3: gas. And I was smart, and I didn't bring an employee. I brought a reader who did readings, but...
0: Yeah. That's just wild. That sucks. But
3: I would have spent all my money just paying them an hourly rate. But what that
0: does is it means that half the vendors aren't going to come back. Yeah, the mm-hmm. ones up at the front will be the first in line to sign up again. But everyone else is just going to be like, nope, not worth my time. I won't be there next year. Which but makes that we couldn't even set
3: up our uh, tents until about ten minutes before it started because it was so windy. They kept telling us to take them down, so no one was even ready when it started. Yeah,
4: we well, can't control the weather, though. No, but but the those. The people running those events need that feedback. Yeah, you have to tell I them. I
3: told a volunteer staff, and they went and told the wow. organizer. Yeah. But, like, the volu- I don't know.
4: The chances of the volunteer staff
0: repeating what you said as a vendor to the people that matter, pretty slim. Like you, I know you,
3: they'll have, like, a feedback form coming out pretty soon. So I'll, I'll give it to them so at that point. Did, but
4: When we were doing FanX years ago, we'd always do the feedback, good, bad, or otherwise. It's so important to say, to, hey, this worked great. This not so much.
0: Yeah, it's really important for that feedback to to get to people because most most organizers of stuff like this, I can speak for you know me in general. That feedback makes a lot of changes happen, right? You know, like if you have something good now, if you're just bitching to bitch. That's a whole different story. But if you come out yeah, and say... don't complain
1: about the weather or the temperature.
0: Yeah, like you or can't like, control... the
3: flow of traffic, like... Yeah, you can that control that. was very that. controllable. Yeah.
0: yeah, like, and that was a poor design. And you can say that meant that...
3: And there were people who get to the very end, they're like, oh, I was looking for you, and then I thought you weren't here, so I just bought mm-hmm. stuff from uh, someone else.
0: Yeah, that also sucks, so... Ah, too bad for them, because that's going to so, mean that they have a, a, a more difficult time next year getting vendors, probably. Mm-hmm.
3: They either need to make it where... If you're in the, like, grass area, it's, like, half the price of the booth fee. They should, they, Or just make it a full, or, like, let everyone go where they want to. Don't make it one yeah, direction, That's you know? really
0: weird to design it that way. Like, why not just open it like,
3: up? Like, literally, the entrance and the exit were two feet away from each other in the same point.
0: Yeah, that seems like a really So I
3: I was zone. seeing all these people come in and then none of them coming my direction. I was like, oh. You know why
0: farmer's markets either do a whole thing all the way around with booths on both sides or like the Wheeler Farm Market, they do booths with aisles. Mm-hmm. And there's I a mean, reason. there were
3: aisles, but like yeah, you had to get through a hundred of the vendors before you even got out to the grass where there were all the aisles and stuff. And I was at the last one of them.
0: Well,
4: I'm, I'm sorry, Julia. That's a yeah. really... Really shitty way to spend your weekend,
3: <laughs> right? It was so hot, but
4: you live and learn. That's the one thing is you've been to a ton of these, and, and you and figure you out know which ones
0: are
3: good and
4: which ones which are ones right. you'll go back to, and which ones. But
3: I, I'm just thinking that the July stuff in general yeah. is just probably not worth it because of how freaking hot it is.
4: Yeah, it's like tough.
3: sure, I made my booth feedback, but was it worth sitting in the sun all day for?
0: Yeah, that's rough.
3: Because basically, yeah. you just. Could well, have sat in your house and done this. I had made the I same had heat night. exhaustion. Like the next day, but, I just had to sleep all day. And
0: I gotta be honest: if you're just making your booth feedback, it's not worth it. It doesn't no. matter what time of year it is. I
3: I did for my area. I did really well for for the spot that I was in. But I, in my standards, I still did really bad. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even. My goal was like three to five thousand. Yeah, that's was tough. what I was expecting to make realistically, based on eight thousand people attending.
0: So, I'm gonna go back to Bear Lake because we're taking a bunch of eggs. I cracked Mm. dozens and dozens and dozens. Well, that's probably too many. Dozens and dozens and dozens. But I did crack like six dozen or more eggs. Those dozen, those two dozen you brought me. Yeah, those are my personal eggs. I'm not cracking more. But I used all the. I used up every egg that I had. Uh, and I was like, I think we'll be good with a couple dozen because <laughs> then I have personal eggs now. Um, but I, I, uh, I. Jeremy's got a bunch of eggs. There's a lot of little bitty eggs, but they still work. They're just it just takes more of them to it's make. like
4: a quail egg, but it, a little bigger than a quail. Well, egg, it's interesting
0: because the yolks are a little bit smaller, but I think ratio wise, there's more yolk in those smaller eggs than there is the the extra fluid. They are funny the whites. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. They're like. They look like bright orange juice. I yeah. can see now why you would crack right. an egg into orange juice and stir it up and give it to your chicken workers. But <laughs> how many uh, Napoleon, Napoleon dynamite? I, you should have known. <laughs> Can't find
1: the checkbook. I check just thought book. you were saying something weird.
0: Hope you don't mind for paying change. change.
1: <laughs> that's
0: like a dollar an hour. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how many eggs are your chickens or laying? We're averaging about
4: 18 a day now. That's an, That's a lot. It's going to go up still. So I, we'll probably get to about 20 a day and, and that's where we'll that's probably about where we'll be which is awesome. Yeah, that's, that's what good. we wanted that's why we did the expansion. How many of the old ladies are left? i think we're down to rocky and lefty are the only just the
1: ones that are all beat
0: up what do you what do you call the what do you call the one that's got the fucked up face oh birth defect birth Birth defect oh yeah the
4: rocky's (laughs) the one with the eye
0: thing You you have got to you've got to get a good picture of bertha's face i'll have to get so we can have
3: one from when she was a baby so we can stick
0: it out it's worse now she's that is a I don't know how that fucking chicken is alive, but yet she's because the her beak funnel. is a funnel now. For the chickens that for the chickens that
4: died, like how did she make it? How did she live? She's the biggest one. Yeah, because her beak's all messed up. I think she just
3: she's a funnel. She
4: can just like her top up.
3: beak is like bent completely sideways, chicken's, so like sticks out at a right angle from her face, just, and like half of her skull is all crushed it's in. So and,
4: weird. It's got it. It's I mean it. That that particular have birth, some
3: dry mouth. birth
4: defect has a name, and it's like common with chickens. But that's the first one we've ever had in all of our years. Yeah, that's,
3: that's <laughs> to that fun. extent, maybe a little bit of like an underbite but or whatever here like, and there. Have you
0: started watching KSL for neighbor chickens giving their chickens away from? COVID? No, I haven't because
4: we got plenty. But it, uh, it'll be just be a matter of time for. Well, it's are.
0: like this is. I mean, this is the time where you know, like you said, yours are starting to lay now, and you have. You know, two dozen plus chickens and you're only getting 18 eggs and a lot of them are really small. Right. Like I, out of the dozens that you gave us, I think like the really, really small ones, probably about a third of the eggs were, were the, the small, small ones, ones, the closer to quail egg size. And even the bigger eggs weren't that big. Right. There were some regular size eggs from the
4: old ladies, but. Yep. And every, every day they, they, they.
3: Tiny bit bigger, tiny bit bigger. We had bigger. a really big baby egg the other day. It was yeah, like twice the size of a normal egg. One
4: of the blue ones. <laughs>
0: uh, a couple Ouch. events to get to. Oh, yes. um, so the Utah Beer Festival is August 19th and 20th. I uh, still can get
4: tickets for that. I got a flyer for that. All the VIP stuff's gone. Oh, yeah. But there's still, I mean, there's still general admission and there's still plenty of things to do. So, yeah, check that one out. On That, that one should be fun. Um, Evermore's Oktoberfest starts up uh the in
0: middle August, August eighteenth through uh September 9th. Um and then Snowbird's Oktoberfest will be in September, right? Yeah. And Can't then it's almost been a year since we went to Octoberfest. I know, it's wild. Uh and then uh Windover has an air show, uh a historic air show on August twenty sixth. Also, I noticed i got a flyer for it on August twenty sixth, is also the Windover Beer Festival. Ah. So w- um, you can go get a beer, and watch some <laughs> airplanes. Um, they're in
4: different spots, but uh, the beer festival is. It's in like, like when the Greek
1: Fest is at the same time as Comic Con, and you can go get Greek food. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. walk across
4: the street, well across the street and down a little bit, but yeah, and it's not really that far though. It's like a block. Yeah, it's um, close. Uh, yeah. So
0: like the beer festival in Wendover is in the uh, Pepper Mill Concert Hall parking parking lot, and so which that's wow. not very far from the airfield nothing's very far from anything in the <laughs> it's a tiny ass town they have two freeway exits <laughs> like it's small it's
3: one stop sign and yeah. a light no they have a couple yeah. stop signs and a couple of lights i think
0: uh i think they do i know they have at least they have <laughs> at least the one light in front of the rainbow and i think there's another light further down on the utah side i'm not sure but uh yeah Wendover. So that? It's kind of Utah. It's Utah adjacent. Half, of it's, oh, half Utah. of it's
1: Utah. And I think the whole thing is on the Utah time zone. Oh, Thank God they did that because they used to be, uh, it
0: used to be, I hate, that was one thing I hated about Wendover is you would go there and depending on like if you were in the Montego Bay or Nugget Casino, your phone would fucking way out and it would be an hour ahead, an hour behind, an hour ahead, an hour behind. You didn't know what fucking time it was unless you stopped your phone changing times. But now the whole town is So on Utah the Nevada time. side, they're on Utah, Utah time. time. Yeah.
1: Which I think is funny. I'm just surprised that they didn't make the Utah side Nevada time because most of the people on the Utah side go to the Nevada
4: side to work. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think Nevada just didn't care.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's probably it. And it's probably more for people like me that hated the fact that I didn't know what fucking time it was. They actually probably had a lot of issues with, cause they do a lot of buses out there like the fun buses. Uh, I bet they had a lot of issues with the fun buses and people missing them at like one or 2 AM because, well, I don't know what fucking time it actually is. Uh, And I know the fun buses, the nugget in particular runs a lot of them. Cause the last time I was there for my birthday, there was a bus that came in at like 11, 1030, 11 in the morning. (laughs) And it got there at the Nugget first, and there were some fucking expired people for sure. <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing but really expired, people. really fucking old people that probably shouldn't been alive. <laughs> like,
1: I heard someone give an insult on TikTok, and it was hilarious. You unfrosted pop tart. <laughs> <laughs> wow,
2: that's pretty calling them bland.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you unfrosted pop tart. She she gave like a little lesson on how to insult people without being mean, which is take something you really, really like or something that's really, really delicious and then add something either that takes away from that or that's really gross. Like a
3: melted ice cream cone. Yeah. (laughs) You
1: melted ice cream cone. (laughs) You soggy bowl of cereal. (laughs) Say that. Soggy bowl of cereal.
0: That is gross. Joining us this week uh, is uh, Trey Cunningham, a local singer and songwriter. I don't know.
4: Do you have a band name or is it just Trey Cunningham?
2: It's just Trey Cunningham. Simple. Yeah. Okay. There you go.
4: And then in a few years, you can be the artist formerly known as Trey Cunningham.
2: <laughs> or you could or be, just Trey. You
3: could
4: be like Trey Cunningham and the Blowfish. Just Trey.
2: <laughs> just Trey.
3: That's the name. It's just Just Trey. Just Trey.
2: I, I've contemplated just going by TC. TC. But I don't know. I feel like that's just, like, weird. <laughs>
3: that sounds like a DJ's name. Yeah,
2: yeah. It just doesn't feel like it's authentic to myself. I feel like it's just easier to type in. So
4: yeah. Like, just Trey. Just yeah. Trey. Just try. I'm trying Trey to think of what else what Can T-C we call would the
3: episode be. Just Trey?
0: <laughs> One man show, Just Trey. I don't know. Scotch and Scratchers is the current
2: leader from our discussion, <laughs> Scotch and Scratchers. Early. That's a good name. I want to know where that came so from. <laughs> drinking We're Scotch g- and Scratchers. we to scratch and Listen and tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to Bear
1: Lake and these guys are going to drink Scotch and scratch Scratchers.
2: And oh, I love that. Plan- be so I-, fun. I usually
0: do that like the first day and I'm like, fuck, I don't want to do any more <laughs> Scratchers. <laughs> Because I usually get, like, a whole variety, and I've, like, scratched off 20 of them. I'm like, fuck, Liz this Law. is boring. I
3: like <laughs> watching the TikTok Lives where they're doing, like, the crossword scratchers. Those are fun. they
0: are weird. But then, like, I... But then I'm like, oh, okay. So I won... Forty bucks back. I gotta go back to the store now, which is not anywhere near where we're staying. Like,
4: you do have to drive from. It's gonna cost you
3: thirty nine in gas. We're in Garden we're on the City, side. and then
4: you have to drive all the way up to Fish Lake. But, but we do need there. to look for bodies to see if we can find well, either. No, a, thank you. We have to go to the North Beach if we're gonna look for bodies. A different body or the rest of the one they found oh, thank you. last. <laughs> look,
2: <So> it's <this laughs> gonna be like a murder podcast now. <laughs> no. Here, here's the
0: thing: North Beach State Park is a state park in Idaho lot of open access for that people can bury shit there pretty easy or it could have been a jaw that was like from some dead dude in the I lake I still
1: think it's because the water got really low and something got loosened and then when the water started rising yeah. it like
0: moved it up I it think shoreline. I think
3: ice fishing sounds like a reasonable Oh
0: no, that thing is so deco- it would have been ice fishing years ago and even yeah. that what Bree talked about like yeah, sunk to the bottom Yeah it went to the By bottom himself a, a, a long time up. ago Which is, I mean, it's totally possible. They'll never figure out whose job on that is, I don't think. But we usually go to Ideal Beach because we typically rent places that have access to it. And that's a, that's a hoity-toity beach. Like you gotta pay to have, well, you gotta pay to have access to that beach. You either have to stay at that resort. No dead people on our beach. Or you have to have a home or a condo. You find those in the morning before everyone wakes up. A home or a condo whose association pays into that resort. And so. You know, hoity toity is just because it's like a private, it's actually a private beach. There's no way there's dead people on that beach. It's sand. (laughs) Yeah, but the sand on the north shore is public. The ideal beach on the south shore is private sand.
3: You can't get to the private one at two in the morning. Yeah, you can from the lake. It's not that hard. I guess that's true.
0: Just float in. You get in. So maybe you
3: could get a body from there. In fact, there's probably less people
0: there at two in the morning than there are on the north shore. So maybe it'd be easier to bury someone. Yeah. (laughs) You just Hey Did you know That this is a show Where we're talking about This guy though Trey
2: (laughs) Oh my gosh Hi I'm still here I promise (laughs) We
0: got back to We got back to Dead people in Bear Lake We haven't even asked This guy Where he's from yet So Trey First question is When is your birthday
2: My birthday Is February
0: 18th February 18th So middle of May May
1: Mother's
3: Day
0: Oh Mother's Day Mother's Day Day? Do your mom and dad Bang on Mother's Day Probably
2: I don't (laughs) know They (laughs) have like A one year agreement I don't know No (laughs)
0: one of their birthdays around
2: then
1: then it's no. definitely no. not mother's day yeah that seems like the, like mother's definitely
0: day not. it's weird because Father's be Day. probably more like the
1: father's day father's day <laughs> no like, my dad gets nothing do you gotta think
0: like the dad i think it's like, a
1: dad's birthday kind of thing maybe dad, an anniversary
0: i think most dads like with father's day don't get me wrong i think they would all love sex but i think ultimately they just want a, a day of like existing as a man and getting to do whatever men do
4: which is usually
3: like fart and drink beer
4: Grill for me, it's barbecue. <laughs> yeah,
2: barbecue
1: stuff. I think beer. it's funny because Chris always does his own Father's Day. Fuck yeah!
4: I don't care. I love cooking stuff. I hate
1: food. cooking,
4: so I, you would ruin Father's Day. I cook my own stuff nine out of ten of my yeah. own Father's Day. I mean, day I'm
3: too. not a bad cook. Yeah, but I'm we gave you like a new grill to cook on. Yeah. Still. So,
0: but I think Mother's Day, like mom, just wants a day off from everything, and I think that's always like the best gift. But like maybe in Trey's case, mom wanted to bang. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, like, I probably won't ask her, but well, next, well, I'll keep that assumption look, in my head. <laughs> next day,
3: time it's May around your birthday, like, I know what you did.
2: <laughs> Literally, I'll next, like, sneak it in there. Next, next Mother's, mother's, mother's day,
0: day, just say happy birthday, or happy Mother's Day. Thanks for
2: conceiving next me. We're gonna see happy me. <laughs> Thanks, Happy, happy conception, conception Month for me. Yeah. That's I'm going to start that. Happy Conception Month. <laughs> we got my
3: birthday, we got my half birthday, and we got my conception month.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, and every other day is your it's own It's all birthday. about
3: new beginnings.
2: Yes, I should have presents on all of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea.
0: Okay, well, well, that's maybe not a good idea because, like, accident babies, like, conception month's not a good time. I don't know, brings like,
2: up some trauma.
0: present might be condoms every year. <laughs> Should've used these. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> or, Pass. like, you know, hairbands. Should've just stuck who, with the plug up.
4: Was it Madge who we had on there and said her and her friend when they were little would poke holes in the, the condoms cause they wanted- I think wanted
1: it, it was I, I don't think, I don't think that they like did it on the reg, but like
4: one time they went in and- Cause they wanted a brother or something so they <laughs> <friend> poked <laughs> holes in it. Fucking and used a needle.
3: Poked holes poke <laughs> in And their parents, and she condoms.
1: got one. <laughs> She got one. Hey, commit. Smart. To it, right? <laughs>
4: Oh, that's fucked up, man. That is so messed up. (laughs) That was a funny story, though. Yeah, little kids thinking about
1: condoms on the nightstand when you have little kids around. Why
3: are little kids knowing what condoms are and how to poke holes in them? I don't think she was like that. Because
0: because parents are responsible and teach their kids about these things.
3: I'm picturing a five year old though.
0: I don't think she's five. Think she I was think she was five. older than that. I'm pretty sure at five you don't understand. That's
3: why, because I, I was picturing like little kids. Because usually no. kids are born. Yeah. you know.
2: I don't think that little. That would be accidental. Then. So back to Trey. Where were you born? <laughs> I was born in Las Vegas, Nevada. Okay. Las
0: Vegas. Do you know if it was like an accidental condom hole poking <laughs> scenario or?
2: I know I'm an accident. I okay. was not supposed to be here. <laughs> Is
0: anyone else? Because Bree's definitely not an accident. She's like the. I over-planned, am very on purpose. Uh, she was
3: in a test.
4: Tube. Julia was an accident. No, yeah,
1: I, I was never in a. I test was, was supposed to fix your marriage. Didn't I was work. an accident. I didn't. <laughs> no, I was, I was never ever.
3: in a test tube. Neither you know. did your
4: sister. Nope.
3: She was a surprise to dad. They yeah. were signing the divorce papers. She <laughs> had by the way, I'm pregnant as yours.
0: Yeah,
3: dude. how <laughs> I were, mean, at least she was yours.
0: I will. I will say <laughs> this though. Like, if I'm thinking, if I'm thinking about this, like, you guys weren't in a healthy relationship. You were in the middle of splitting up and getting a divorce, and you were still banging her.
1: He didn't pretty
3: know. healthy to me. No. He didn't know that they were getting getting left. Wow.
2: Anyway. Oh, I it's, didn't know that. that I'm sorry the she, for bringing like, up She stopped wounds. the
3: birth control on her own. She didn't talk to I'm, dad. It I'm just, sorry She for, just decided
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. on her own. Sorry for dredging up 24-year-old history or however long ago it was. That's okay. That's what this podcast His is all about. His face is nice
3: and red now, though. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so born in Vegas, how long did you stay there? Um, just till I was three and then I've lived in Utah basically my entire life. Like where in Utah? Cause St. George is very different from Salt Lake. Yeah. So I kind of grew up in the middle. I was in a small town called Cusharum. Like, Where two, three hundred people. Oh fuck, it's, that's an FLBS. It's an FLBS <laughs> okay. town, isn't it? <laughs> um, there are now, but at the time, no. <laughs> what did so. your parents, sure,
4: sure, What did your parents do for a living that, living, that worked? Oh, holy fuck, fuck nothing. Middle of were, nowhere. they were
2: yeah. farmers. Maybe? No, my, my dad was a school teacher and so. Okay, well that makes sense. He, yeah. You gotta so have he, one of them. Yeah, he, he worked at a school called Sorenson's Ranch. It's like a school for, like troubled kids and.
3: Oh, one of those that. schools, like the whole, uh, like the whole Britney Spears thing. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. not quite Holy as harsh
2: shit. probably, but <laughs> it was nice. like that. So my dad worked there for a little bit and then he worked at Paiute County. Um, he was, um, the English teacher over there and then they just moved to Idaho. So. Yeah, my whole childhood is gone because they moved. (laughs) So
4: just barely moved to
2: Idaho? (laughs) They moved my senior year, and I stayed back with my mom. Some friends were like, oh, here's a cabin. So you went
0: to high school in Cusharum?
2: I went to high school in Richfield. Okay. Oh, Which, much better. Well, I think because
0: <laughs> Kusharum probably doesn't have a high school.
2: No, so it's only K through twelve, uh, K through six. Yeah.
0: Then. And Were they like combined grades?
2: Yeah. Um. So fourth, fifth, and sixth were all in like one class, one classroom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Jeez. how far Chris went to
0: a school like that once. Because how? Cause Richfield's not close.
2: No, it was like a forty-five minute drive. Yeah, that's a long, and I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere too. Like, <laughs> Ew. We're not literally. So that does I not sound fun.
0: I thought I grew up like so. I lived in a small town called Post Tech or not. Post, I did. I have family in post Texas, but uh, Sinclair, Wyoming.
1: At least you could walk to school,
3: Chris.
0: Um,
3: that's, yeah, that's like well, three
0: miles. No, but. we didn't have a middle school, we didn't have a high school. We had to get bus to oh, you town. had to get bus sa- to sa- oh. same, same way. But but like, there's no, no
3: way he would have gotten to but so, his elementary. See him pronouns, was double. Yeah.
0: The, the population of Sinclair today is 374. Kuharem is two hundred and forty eight
2: <laughs> yeah, very, very small. there's no
0: grocery store we had so
2: Do you in, shop at the gas so station? your family left, yeah, there was like a gas station, but their stuff was always so high, like we'd never shop so at. in in Sinclair when I was a kid,
0: so we moved there in my second grade year, we didn't have we had a service station, so you know, I, I, I mean, you may have never experienced one of these because you've lived in like Salt Lake your like, whole life. like, is this where
3: in the stories your car breaks down and you go to a little service station yeah, and, and that's and, where you get murdered? And you
0: go in. There's no <laughs> coolers. There's no ice. They had like a soda machine, like one of the fucking ones with the, like the big the push, like push, push rectangular push buttons. buttons like on top. Uh, and they had F five for you. They had a rack of snacks that was like little Debbie snacks, basically. So like the nutty bars and that was (laughs) it.
1: Like the end of the aisle, like rack things. Yeah.
0: And that was it. Like, that's all, that's all they had. They didn't have shit else. Like there was nothing to like, you couldn't go get a, just go get a soda there. Like it just didn't, it just wasn't a thing. They put an arcade in. In Sinclair, when I was a when I was a kid there, uh, and it was like seven video games in this room next to this old hotel, like this beautiful, like grand, beautiful hotel, like really gorgeous hotel is in a Sinclair. Hotel there, I have no fucking idea.
2: <laughs> I mean, the we ten, had a hotel too. The
0: Sinc- oh, really? Sinclair, Wyoming is literally Sinclair, named maybe everywhere
1: has a hotel
0: after the gas plant. The Sinclair gas plant that's- Maybe it's a hotel for all the workers. It. And that's the only thing I can figure is like for oil business workers meetings.
1: And
4: gas workers the execs that come in. Beautiful
1: well, building. Who knows what, what they were doing <laughs> in
4: Cusharum. Cause- but- yeah, What there's the no hell oil. Pepper. It's like when your family moved, the mayor's out there crying, writing on the sign 203.
2: <laughs> I mean, Every time someone dies, because they're all like pretty old people. Well, and they're like all related like, too. I'm sure, it. like, like the oh whiteboard. yeah, board. yeah <laughs> we're like the only ones who weren't related to anyone there, because everyone else is like. So
3: were you guys there. the most sought after? <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Or you the know, most picked on. The they're boys. the ones who don't <laughs> well, look like every, me. When you go to
0: when you go to Richfield for high school, from there, like everyone's like, "What a fucking hick!" And that's in Richfield. We're like,
2: <laughs> no, literally. I mean, luckily, I was not a farmer, so I didn't get that treatment. But that's wow. that's basically that's, how they would treat us.
0: I, look, I pride myself on knowing most Utah towns. Like I know. About some tiny fucking towns in, like, the middle of nowhere, Utah, mostly on the west side of Utah, um, but I've never, this heard, takes of never, yeah, never this heard of you, Sharon. Yeah, this is a
2: first name. came from
3: the weirdest mustard Hey, I Utah
2: think that City. deserves some snaps.
0: Hey, uh, <laughs> yeah, that... Wow. All right, so can't you go snap from... with my
3: left hand. Okay, right.
0: hold on. Explain this to me, because I'm in... <laughs> And you may not know. This is know. the whole
3: episode we learning about this tiny city. <laughs> look, I'm in
0: Google Maps. And so, like, when you look up a city in Google Maps, so Cusharon, Utah, 84744 is the zip code, in case you're wondering. Um, they outline the city in a dotted red line. And in the middle of Cusharon, there's like, what's kind of like in the, the north part, there's like one block in this, like, from, let's see, North 100 West Street and 400 West 400 North Street to Highway 62. There's like a block. That's out of the town. It's not part of the town.
2: Yeah, so that's called Burville. <laughs> what? No, that's it's, really a different town. Yeah, and like all birds live there. There, there's like literally some people there that they. It's. I mean, they still have to come to Cushing for everything. They come to church. Tr- they went, the went to church f- there and. Fuck. Saw well, when you're them all so remote, you
3: have to go to the other remote city.
2: <laughs> literally, yeah. So there's like Kusharam. the gas station. There was Burville, and then to the south there was Greenwich.
4: Yeah, I saw Greenwich on the map. Is that like some families that created their own? Oh, no, no, no. Burrville's a whole different town up
0: north. This was their
3: property? They're like, this is my city now? I'm
0: talking like this is actually like a chunk of the town that's been outlined by Google is not there. (laughs) There's another piece, too, that looks like probably a factory or church or something in like the northwest corner of the town um i don't know you don't that's where you do aliens have, are you don't I'd have, have to see it you don't have to explain it i'm just i'm mind boggled that <laughs> we have someone on the show that fuck not just that like lived there for some. you grew up there like i only lived in sinclair for like six months or something you fucking grew up in this town like how so when you get done with high school in richfield how the hell do you get the fuck out of kusharim
2: Oh my gosh! I got out as ASAP. <laughs> did you go
0: to Snow College? Like, was Ephraim the like natural progression for you?
2: Well, so on the Richfield High School campus, they have the Snow College campus mm-hmm. as well. So I did take classes from Snow College, um, but I always wanted to go to SEU and study film over there. But then COVID hit because uh, I graduated in 2020. So, so I'm a baby. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I usually <laughs> I moved like I'm seven the baby. Times. No, I'm just a little. Little
3: baby, I'm only two know. years older than you
2: <laughs> But yeah So I was going to go to SU And then my scholarships fell through And my, my great aunt died So I ended up not being able to live with her And so I didn't have housing I didn't have a scholarship So I ended up moving to Vegas For a little bit I worked in Vegas As uh, one does Yeah, I worked <laughs> at Wet n Wild as a lifeguard And it was like probably my favorite job I've ever had It was so fun And then when that didn't work out I moved back to Richfield and from Richfield, I moved in with my parents for a little bit back to Richfield. And then eventually my friend was like, hey, come, come up to, north. Come
1: to the big city. <laughs>
2: yes. And I i mean, I've always felt like I was a city boy because I was I did not like dirt. I did not like I was not a hunter. I cannot do blood and guts. So I
3: don't want to be a chicken farmer.
2: No, 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 no. <laughs> birds scare me. I have like a weird irrational fear of birds. I like how at no point in all of this did he say I
0: went back to Kusharum.
2: Oh, no, no. It's like my, I can't my family moved and so I'm like, I have no one there.
0: <laughs> there is no reason to go back to that. I'm still blown away at this town. Your chickens have sharp talons.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> my daughter went to SUU, by the way.
2: What did she study over there?
1: Uh Animal biology.
2: Well, that's way awesome. I feel like I, I love SUU's campus. Like my... Both yeah. my brothers went there and my brother and his well his now ex boyfriend, they both worked at the school, so Yeah. Super fun.
0: Yeah, I should use a good school for sure. And Cedar City, man, that's like big big Did city living for someone that grew 2020? up in Touche- uh I don't fucking know. I have no idea. Go look upstairs, there's pictures. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I don't know either. I don't think so. Maybe she graduated college in twenty twenty. That's what I meant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she graduated when COVID hit uh, yeah, initially. Yeah, that's
1: what he was saying. COVID twenty twenty, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm pretty that's sure what that's what you he graduated. Um, anyway.
0: <laughs> okay, so you you make your way to Utah. Um, no, he's
2: to, in Utah. To, to Salt Lake, I guess. To so
0: Utah. Are you in it's the best. <laughs> Are you in
2: Salt Lake proper now? So yeah, I live in West Jordan. Um, so okay. I was like, you guys live like nine minutes away. Yeah, from you're down nice. the street. How awesome!
1: I mean, technically, across the street right there is West Jordan. Yeah.
2: Literally. So we're like neighbors. That's the shitty neighborhood, <laughs> and though.
1: across the street, Kitty Corner is West, West Valley.
2: Valley. And the Lakers Yeah, yeah. We- And the Lakers Kids start, like, the four corners of Utah, right? I, <laughs> I mean,
0: we're pretty close. The thing that's crazy is, right, you think Kearns is, like, a shitty area of, of Salt Lake Valley, like a lot of people do. And to be fair, the opposite side of our neighborhood is, like, Gang Violence Central. Um, but uh, across the street, that Ochre Shadows neighborhood of West Jordan That gets all That's a holy fuck. There are so many cops in the neighborhood all the time. (laughs) The houses, exact same houses, built the same time frame, hundred thousand dollars less because that neighborhood is so much shittier. And it's literally across 60s and we live in Kerns, like the exact same house, like footprint and everything over there, hundred thousand dollars less. Damn, it's fucking crazy. How shitty that neighborhood
1: is! <laughs> Maybe I all the gang members live in there. Well, like, and it's not—it's not actually the whole neighborhood. It's just that little, just that
0: chunk that's yeah. right across the way there. It's behind
1: the the salt storage. Yeah, for lot, the or whatever. Yeah, that the big thing old is. salt
0: pile in the fire department. Yeah, which unfortunately is not unified. Because well, that would be awesome. Because then they're like real close for us. But now they got to come from Fifty Fourth all the way up.
1: It's, oh no, they have to come up the street.
0: <laughs> it is just—it's a, a tragedy. We don't We don't have the fire Your department. first world problems. We don't have the fire department here as often. We used to have them on the street all the time because the baby <laughs> down at the bottom of the street had so many issues when she was born. But now she's like five and she just fucking rides skateboards down the hill.
1: Those she's kids- a- I love. I love those kids because they like are playing outside all the time. It's like when we were. It's like when we were little. Like
3: they like take a skateboard to the top. They stand and they, there and like, wait to get hit every time we back up.
0: No, they they stand <laughs> there and watch where you're going so they don't fucking get
1: hit. Yeah, they're pretty good about watching the road or listening for cars every once in a while. I have to honk, but I love them. I love having them down there. I think it's awesome.
0: They're fucking, they get going fast too. They like <laughs> lay on those skateboards and then like fucking oh, slam in like, them you'll them slide.
3: No, <laughs> you will hear
1: them crying, and one of the brothers or sisters will like older will like pick them up and tell them to knock it off Shut and up. take him back up to the top Well, because they're the crying,
0: they're going to get in trouble. <laughs> they'll have the, they'll have the older brothers or sisters like push them down the hill and like, you know those like Fisher Price cars <laughs> or like power wheels that don't actually have any power? Like they'll just push them down the hill.
3: Makes me think of when I pushed Maya down a sled and she ran face first into a fire hydrant. <laughs>
0: oh, I didn't tell you guys. So our you know, the rental at the bottom of the street, mm-hmm. those people are gone now. There's a for rent sign up. I don't know if you noticed it. I think
3: they got kicked out.
0: But uh, the... Yesterday I came home from work and I was pulling the garbage cans in, and there was a junk truck there, completely fucking full, like overflowing. Oh. Like I was like, "Oh my the god!" The day that
1: it was like pouring, though, she came out and she rolled up the U-Haul window, So her <laughs> truck window was down. So I opened the bedroom window and I was like, "I'm not going out there," but I yelled really loud, like, "Your truck window is down!" And she didn't hear me, so well,
0: she, you yeah. tried. Yeah, I
2: tried. That's all matters.
0: So anyway, so you're in West Jordan, <laughs> uh, living the good life. Uh, how did you get into music? Because, like, Kusharon there's probably not much to do. How do you?
2: <laughs> yeah, no. I I always loved music. I grew up, like, loving theater and loving music. And so, uh, originally, I always wanted to be a film director. And that's why I wanted to go to SUU for film. And so, I bought a camera when I was in middle school. And I just thought that was what I was going to be doing forever. And so, I had this friend who in high school I would write scripts with. Um, but uh, she ended up passing away. And so it got really hard for me to write scripts. And so I ended up transitioning just into songs because it was still an outlet, but it was different enough that I felt like I, like it didn't remind me as much of her. So I, yeah, that's how I kind of got into songwriting. And then in 2020, I decided I was gonna just release music. And so I started creating my album with some friends Um my friend Hunter isn't to music and he loved like, he wanted to be a DJ. So he helped me produce my first song, <laughs> which is still released and, but it's really not good. Like that's terrible. And <laughs> um, it's called brand new. Um, I have two versions out. There's like a demo version and like a new version on the album. And yeah, so I just, I just like fell in love after we started producing and then, um, Covid shut everything down so I wasn't near him I couldn't get to him so I went on Fiverr and I found a producer on there and we just like worked really really well together and so we I did have my album with him and then when I moved up here he he ghosted me for some reason and then just randomly at the same time this uh producer had reached out to me on Instagram and he was like come in for a free session and I was like, this is a scam. And I was like, <laughs> literally like, whatever, like, I'll see. And I went in and we just clicked. And he's been my producer ever since. He's like, literally amazing. Um, He like, brought me a group of people who I just feel like, understand my musical, like, the sound I want. And like, he's just, I feel like they're my musical soul- soulmates as of now. Like, we're just really connecting.
1: That's awesome.
0: So you, you have one full album out now and working on your second? Is that
2: Yeah, so um my first album's called Kaleidoscope, and I released that in September. Um and then I just I that album took forever to produce with COVID and everything and with money. And so I decided I wasn't gonna stop. We were in a flow and I loved what I was writing. So I when I go in to write an album, I write all the songs first, and then we go into the production stages. So I wrote eighteen songs for this next album, which is like not really typical anymore. I feel like albums are usually like ten, maybe thirteen songs. Mm-hmm. But I was like, nah, just fuck it. Like I'm just gonna make a huge album because I don't have a lot of music out. I just wanna release as much as I can and I wanna be proud of every single song I release. So we've we're we're done with twelve songs and we have six more to go.
0: Wow. That's great. When do you think you're gonna be done with those?
2: Um, we're shooting for October being done and I have a release date set, but I don't want to say it just in case it changes. So right, right. sure, sure, sure. Yeah.
3: That's awesome. Wow. So do you come up with the, um, all of the lyrics and then later come up with the tunes or do you kind of have like the song itself in your mind when you're writing them?
2: Yeah. Each song is really different. So for lots of this album, I felt like I came up with the lyrics first. Um, cause I always say I'm a songwriter first and then a singer. I, I didn't, I wasn't like trained as a singer, I just loved it. So I always focus on my songwriting to make sure that it is top notch before I take it into the studio. And then if it's like, sometimes I love writing to track, so I'll come with a concept, I'll come with like a first verse, first chorus, and then as we're writing the song, I'll write the lyrics to the instrumental or whatever. So I usually, I would say lyrics always come first f- for the most part.
3: Have you done like a, Who's an example, like David Ghetto, where he writes all of the music and then has somebody else sing them?
2: Um, I haven't done that personally. Um, I would love to sell my songs. Like I, I love writing and I've had people who like, were like, want my songs, but I'm like, no, this one's mine. Sorry. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, it's really hard because I write all my songs about my life. Mm-hmm. They're all super personal. So it's like really hard to like want to give them up, but I felt like, I feel like if I was, um, writing to music, it would be a lot different as well, Mm -hmm. because that's also a different story I want to tell. So I feel like if, if I went in that way, like wrote to a track and then could give them away, that'd be perfect for my situation.
4: So do you work with a band or are you strictly solo?
2: So I'm, I'm just solo. I do have some friends who just like come in and help with instrumental. Um, one of them's called, her name's Lexi. She's also does music and she's actually the one that I've been recording with Um, she has like a home studio that i go into and she's just the best she understands my voice like probably better than anyone so like when we're in the studio she's like let's let's try this or like let's do this and she she's really helped my vo my voice grow and she's helped me become comfortable in my voice which is something that i i've really needed because for so long i'm just like oh i hate my voice oh i hate my voice i'm a terrible singer and but now I'm listening back to this album and I'm like, okay, wait, hold on. This is kind of <laughs> like a sleigh. <laughs> so how
0: did, how did you, how did you find her? How do you find these people?
2: Yeah. So Javon introduced me to her because, um, Javon's dating her sister. And so they've been dating for a while and they're like family and they're best friends and they produce together. And so, um, one day we had like overlap sessions. So she was in and they, they ran a little long. So I went in and I met her and I was like, you're welcome to stay if you want. Like, I love, I love when people come in and give opinions. Cause like, as much as like, I'm making my art for me, I do love an outside opinion. Cause like, what's the average listener going to like? And she was, she was like, hell yeah, I'll stay. And so she ended up coming to a few of my sessions and then she ended up doing some background vocals on a few songs. And then she ended up like doing the guitar. And so that's kind of what we've, we've just gotten into a good rhythm of like, okay, this is what we're doing. And she's just, she's just amazing.
3: What is your favorite song that you've produced that the people who are listening should go check out? Oh, or I You'd did- pick one song for them to look up.
2: Oh, I'd say probably my new single "Overshare your love. Um, that's the lead single from my new album. And it's one of my favorite songs I've ever done. It's sonically so different than anything that I've released. And I feel like it's just in every way, like it's, it's like short, get to the point. And it's just so fun. I call it the summer breakup anthem. <laughs> nice. So, do you perform? Have you performed live? Yeah. So, last May, I I performed at the Experience Event Center in Provo. I was an opener for this guy named Isaac Parker. That was like my favorite thing in the world. Like performing is where I'm like in my zone because, like I said, I did theater and everything growing up. So that's like my my absolute. It's favorite voice theater. <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's. And I think that's what's really interesting about this new album as well is I've gone in with such a different approach. Cause I'm like, I love what Olivia Rodrigo did where she like, you, you could tell she was an actress as well. Cause like her music was so, um, expressive. And so I was like, well, I could do that. Like I, I, like I feel like I have that voice. So lots of this album is very expressive and it, it's kind of like, I'm not going to say like, eh, it has a bunch of bops because it's, it's pretty depressing at times. It's a breakup album. I was pretty sad when I wrote it, but I'm it's very. It's a
3: listen to while you're watching the rain pour down the window of your car kind of album.
2: Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but it, it's, it's become like one of my favorite just like escapes is what, uh, creating.
0: Who's the, who's the artist that does the, Shit, now i got to look up the song. <laughs> well, you're talking about breakup albums, and it makes me think of, fuck, what's the song? Um, I
3: can't remember now. It it's
0: switched? been so long. No, it's not.
3: that will okay. come to you as soon as we stop recording. Well, so
0: when I broke up with Bad Bree, like when we separated years, I mean, this was, fuck, this was a long time ago. She's um, dated
3: two people named Bree. Yeah. Back to This back, is the wife Bree. Sort of.
2: Yeah, Hi, this Bree. is the good Bree. <laughs> this is the awesome Bree. The good Bree and the bad Bree. Oh uh, yeah bad, bad breeze. sounds like a cheese
0: bad breeze, <laughs> bad breeze, really bad, I also love Bree cheese by the way <laughs> um but there was a the there there was an album, um God, what the fuck is the name of it I, it's like escaping me, but there was an album that had come out that year and it was like the number. like for me, it was like, oh, the whole album's just how pissed off I am about how much of my life I threw away at uh I got to look
4: up the song. Now. Sometimes you, guys, you need those. You guys talk. I'm going to find the song. <laughs> <laughs> so is your family supportive?
2: Oh, yeah. No, my family, I, I felt like at first, I mean, they were always supportive, but they were like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, to say, hey, I'm going to write music. I mean. Well, I, was, I didn't tell them. Oh, well, there <laughs> I, <you go. laughs> I, I went in and I produced my first song. I didn't tell them I was doing it. And then one day I just, like, played it in the car. My mom was like, who is this? And I was like, this is me. <laughs> I was like, this is my song. Did you, like,
3: a reaction TikTok? Because it was always the best. I
2: don't. I, I'm i really, really bad at TikTok. Like, I love watching Charlotte. them. I'm just really bad. I hate promoting myself. Like, it's so hard for me to be like, hey, um, Look at listen me. to my music. <laughs> uh, there it is. All American Rejects. That's all what oh, that, gives dirty you little secret. Dirty that
0: gives you the gives you hell album oh. in 2008. That's such a good album. That was, that was like my, uh, uh,
4: that was, that was like my album. Dirty Those Secrets was one of my favorite songs for a little
2: while. Yeah. That
3: was, <laughs> that was my thing when I was little. Yep. And and I might tell she's that-
2: the man every time I hear it. It's like so good. It's, it's funny how music
0: is, it, at least for me, and I know for a lot of people, like music is such a big part of like portions of your life. Like, yeah. Like my, my time in high school in the late 1900s, <laughs> <laughs> like was dominated by a lot of 90s alternative, right? Like a lot of Seattle grunge. So you've got, you know, everything from your Nirvana's and stuff like that. And also the sublime. When you think about, I was talking to my boss about, um, cause he's a big music guy too. There, there was a period of like a year where some of the best music in the last honestly, in the last whole fucking, what, what's a, a century, a hundred years mm-hmm. was within one year, like just absurd stuff comes out, you know, smells like teen spirit. And then Kurt Cobain dies. Sublime has that album that has what, like fucking 10 hits on it. Isn't I think um, Dookie came no out that year. Of, and
1: it's sad and Sadness, your
0: favorite I, album. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. That's yeah. such a good album. Well, that came out. Right around the same time. It is, it, it is kind of sad too how few artists are releasing full albums that actually. And sp-
3: original like, ones, not just remaking other people's songs. It,
0: it, Cause there is something to be sad about, you know, even if you go back, like, like Pink Floyd, like The Wall, like Pink Floyd's a really good example. You mean like a story album? Yeah, that has, you know, or Arlo Guthrie that sings an entire story song. <laughs> I love Harold
4: Guthrie. Sting's album is is a story album. Yeah, the one from the mid nineties. I can't remember the name of it, but it's every song tells a story, even though it's all different format. If you listen to the lyrics, Mm -hmm. the album tells a story. Oh yeah,
0: for sure. I mean that, and but you think about like different parts of your life and how they're defined by that music. So like me in my in my twenties is techno. A ton of tech now.
3: Freaking love tech now, and you know,
0: in in particular, (laughs) it's
1: boots and pants and boots and pants and boots and pants.
0: (laughs) In particular, a lot of drum and bass before drum and bass had really become,
4: you know, a super. Well, the '90s is really when that kind of music came out. I mean, that's really when that music developed, matured, and became what it is. Was late '90s. Yeah, I mean, my childhood is full
0: of like country, like. Garth Brooks, um, Brooks and Dunn, um, um, so much Don't like Kenny Chesney. Reba McIntyre
4: was Tom a big Keith. one. Yeah. Not the shitty old twangy country that Bree likes. Like, so that's the <laughs> stuff that I remember because my grandpa listened to it. My dad.
1: It's not that I like it. It's, it's that just, my parents yeah, just, are older Like yeah. Yeah. Waylon Jennings
4: and stuff. Like the really yeah. old. Certain like, songs, I
1: just know them because I grew up listening to them.
0: But it's just, int- like, it's just interesting if you think about it. And like music can
4: control mood. Like instantly. Well, that's why it's. I, I remember in, in film studies class, they'd show you a clip with no music, and it's just it's conversation. Same thing with the music on, and it changes everything. What's
1: well, the whole reason we play music in the background? Yeah, right?
4: then no one can hear but us. Yeah. But it's because it music
0: drives conversation. It it it's that's why if you, Do you have go to a party, a party
1: and you don't have anything playing in the background, well, even weird. just listening to nose whistles. Even you go to a store.
4: <laughs> A store that doesn't have music on in the background. I don't even
1: know a store that doesn't Yeah, place.
4: I don't think they exist. The dollar store, Mine over, sometimes.
3: The dollar store <laughs> over by the <laughs> Vasa. <we> forget? <laughs> dollar yeah. store forget.
4: The dollar store over by the Vasa, they don't play music. And you walk in there That's and, weird. and you can hear the lights, zzz, the fluorescent You sense. hear everyone
3: arguing it's and dropping so stuff. so
4: weird because you don't notice it when it's there, but you certainly notice when it's not. Well, and it's like,
0: okay, so like if you're sitting in your house and the power goes out, and everything stops making noise. There's no TV. Just the creaking of the house. You don't even have, like, the, the sound of the humming of the fridge or the central nothing. air. It's nothing. And it's dead silent. And it's,
3: it's weird.
0: I really like it, personally.
1: <laughs> uh, I think you're a psycho. But, Nothing's ever silent for me because I have tinnitus, so. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Everything's always ringing.
0: Like, songs, though. Music, like, I love listening to podcasts, but, like, there's days. Fridays tend to be the day that happens the most where I'll go into the office. I get there before everyone else by, like, an hour or more, and I will actually end up just dancing in my, like, at my desk while I'm working. I hope
3: someone is compiling a video of all of these and is going to show them at some end-of-the-year thing. (laughs) It was funny,
0: like... (laughs) The first, so where I used to be, my my desk was like kind of far away from everyone, and like you couldn't see me unless you actually came into my area because I had like giant fucking desk. Uh, And more than one occasion, I was just sitting there jamming out, like dancing to music in my headphones Uh uh, as I'm like working away, doing like crazy data pools and shit. And someone would come over and stand and watch me for like three minutes. And I don't fucking notice
4: people when I'm in a zone. zone. I'm
3: the person who would film them and then send it to them and then walk uh, away.
4: (laughs) I have music playing the whole time I work. Yeah, you do. Like I can't. Right now
3: his thing is reggae.
4: Right now. Yeah. I go through different phases. Right now it's reggae for, I don't know why, but. The whole point to all this is, that music definitely drives our life. Yeah, and it definitely sets the tone for everything.
0: Yeah, if anyone says they don't like music, they're fucking lying, or they're, a sociopath. they're a sociopath, or they're, or they're
2: deaf. deaf. Definitely a sociopath. So- no, so-
0: even de-
4: deaf people like music.
3: That's true. They sorts. can feel it.
4: So, so when when you're working on your music, obviously the tone sets what you're doing. How does that affect you, though? How do you put that into words and into your music?
2: Yeah. So what we do before we go in recording a new song is we always sit down and we talk about exactly what I want the song to be and like what I think it represents for this period in my life. And it always creates the atmosphere with everyone that I, that I want. So like a few weeks ago, we were recording this song called tracks that I am one of my favorite songs I've ever done. And it's a, it's a really sad song about, um, feeling like I lost myself because of this person. And, like, I felt like I was doing everything for them. And so, I'm trying to find my way back. And I, it's been a while since I've, like, I've been sad while in recording a song, but I had not really felt it the way I felt this song. And we literally finished it, and I just broke down crying. And I was like, this feels like the biggest weight off my shoulder in my life. Like, I've never experienced a song quite like it recording like like i said like i've been sad and like i've teared up while recording but this one was like a full-on like <sighs> i feel so cathartic. yes and i just felt so at peace and it was and i'm like sobbing but i was at peace and I, <laughs> and everyone was like are you okay
0: and i'm like yes this is like
2: that's perfect. how I, that's
0: how you know an artist is really in it for the art and for the music and for but what that's what you do.
4: want is you want your music you want it. you want to portray that same feeling to others when they listen to it you want them to hopefully feel what you're feeling and get the same sense out of it
2: yeah well and my my friend emmy helped with the piano on that one and while we were recording it she's she's like i don't tear up to music and she goes this one's making me really like she's like i feel i feel what you're saying and i'm so so excited for that one i actually just got it back and it's perfect. Like M- makes me
0: think of when we were at the Harry Krishna Temple and he did oh, yeah. the he did the chants oh, for yeah. us with like the like the accordion the piano thing thing the little, accordion
1: box piano yeah thingamabobber like, like, like the ones that the monkeys will turn not no.
4: A, no 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 oh. it was it, no it's like a little music box <laughs> it's
1: like it had like it, a little lid and you like opened it and they were like for, oh. it's for
0: doing chant yeah and like he, a religious chant he he did not have a great singing voice but you could tell from how he was singing well and he just they just like, say the same one
1: it's, it's just Hare that, krishna, it, no,
0: yeah it, it's the well it's the harry krishna mantra and so he was just singing that <laughs> mantra but and,
3: it and was it was really good. <laughs> it is like le- legit that's but, i wasn't there for that
1: but it's the way that he's like sitting there and you can tell that well, he had
3: so much passion behind yeah, yeah
1: you could you could feel his feeling even though like, I'm not Hare Krishna.
0: That's still one of but my like, favorite. But, like,
1: you can feel it. It was very...
0: That's still yeah. one of our favorite experiences.
1: So it's about the, the words, not the music, up. per what? se. Well, no, it was or about like the, the, f- the musical but, talent yeah, it was I the musical talent. It didn't even matter what he was saying. You could feel... The passion. Yeah, you could feel his... What his intent was And that's definitely music.
0: that's definitely what makes a good song. That's, you know, I like... You know, like, I'm a big Tay-Tay fan, but I think Tay-Tay's a huge... She does it for the music. Like... <laughs> And and to fuck over record companies now. And she I pays love.
1: her her truck drivers amazingly oh, well. Apparently, that would that story
0: was fucking amazing when I heard. Did you hear about that? Uh-uh. No. So ta- so Taylor Swift um it came out she gave all of the truck drivers for her tour for this crazy tour that she's been doing a hundred thousand dollars a piece. Well, so of bonus. it's
1: pretty standard for a, an artist to do yeah. that. But then she went back and not, she gave some of them
0: $200,000. Not a hundred thousand dollars though.
1: Well, no, but then she bonus went back, on top of what but they. But then earned. she went. Well, no, everybody gets a bonus. Like most most uh, artists that are on tour give the truck drivers a bonus.
0: Yeah, on top of what they would normally right. earn. Yes.
1: So she gave them a hundred thousand dollars, which was extraordinary. But then she gave some of them an extra hundred thousand dollars, and so they all set up this thing where they all lined up when she was leaving one of the times, and they all like honked at the same time, and her dad called one of them and was like she can't even call she can't even talk right now she's crying she's so moved by your appreciation
4: like so when you get to that point that you can be tipping (laughs) your truck drivers two hundred thousand, you should come back and be on the show again (laughs) i'll tip
2: you guys you know (laughs) right I i don't
0: even i don't even need tips i just need someone to be like hey listen to this show i was on it I'm right. Back we don't.
3: We're not even monetized. <laughs> no. It's not like it doesn't. <laughs>
1: we anything. like to be able to do whatever we want. So, so one we day a week we that can. doesn't
3: have to worry right. about making money. If, if I want to
0: say fuck and then I want to talk about how shitty the Ogden Pride Festival was for its vendors, I'm happy to fucking do that because I'm not beholden. The <laughs> yeah, I'm not beholden to them. You know, if I want to talk shit on Kucharim, I don't have to worry about Kucharim. Kucharim. <laughs> I wrote it down so I can put it in the show notes. You know, I don't have to worry about the Kusharum City Council coming after me. Um, you, know, you know, they they probably sponsors. couldn't reach you. They're,
2: they're pretty old. Honestly, <laughs> they probably don't even know what a podcast is. No, like, they, they probably don't know how to use their phone. <laughs>
3: Does the podcast access the home Wi-Fi network?
2: <laughs> only, only if they have the youngest running on the wheel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so how do people find you, find your music, um, that sort of thing?
2: Yeah, so I'm on all streaming platforms, um, Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you listen. Um, you can just search Trey Cunningham, and it's basically it. Like- hey, let me tell you, folks. If you're on Apple and you use Apple Music, stop it.
0: Go to a better service like Spotify.
3: <laughs> Why?
0: Because Apple Music sucks. That's it? okay. <laughs> it's a terrible service. Spotify so much better, and it's platform agnostic, so when you finally get tired of using that damn iPhone... And come to anything else in the world or like a computer, you can use Spotify (laughs)
4: much better. So, what's your album that's out where can people find it?
2: Um, it's called Kaleidoscope. And it's, yeah, it's on all streaming platforms, like I said. Do you have any
4: physical copies
2: that you sling? I do. Um, I actually have them in my car, too. Um, so I have about fit, uh, 25 Mm left. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Put it up on our wall. Yeah, because God
0: knows I don't have a CD player anywhere.
3: <laughs> no, it's for for I for have memorabilia. My, I oh, have yeah. an old car. I,
0: I do have a CD player in the car still. I have I think an old it, car. It probably has a disc in it still. I was going to say,
1: do you have a? Mine PC. Mine has. Um. No, we don't. No. We don't. We always have to give it to your dad. Um. Mine has. What is it? It's. Th- and the Heartbreakers. What is Cassette. his
0: name? Hootie oh. and Blowfish. Tom, tom petty, petty, the tom petty the thank Herb. you
1: <laughs> it's i have a tom petty cd in there you and know, every once in a while the cord of my phone because it's my it's an old car and so i have like a thing like i'll hit a bump hard enough that it will push the button and then all of a sudden instead of what i was listening to tom petty plays Pen- <laughs> that's not okay. a bad thing no. no that's
4: a great
2: album too <laughs> So then
4: i'm like oh yeah i'm kind of in the mood for this and then i listen to tom petty for a little while that's funny so new album is does it have a name yet
2: um Yeah, I'll just say it, I don't care. It's called Composure. Okay. Super excited. Um, and mid-October is kind of the potential. So that, that's when we're shooting to be be completed with it. So maybe. Um, So early, I'll say early 2024.
0: To actually be released. Okay. Yeah, the
2: only thing that really message us and we'll
3: announce it on the podcast. You press any vinyl?
2: Press any vinyl yet? No, I really, really want to though, because I'm a huge, I love vinyl. It's expensive to it, do. Yes, it is. And like, and if no one's buying, no one's buying my shit. So I'm like, why? why we have should have, <laughs> we should have
0: him talk to Nick about and get get hooked yeah, up with Nick. Yeah, Passy. Paul Colgan,
1: Those blue, didn't they do blue records?
4: Well, his was clear, wasn't they, it? They I also, it was blue. they also did butt plugs. That's true.
1: Blue and So, branded full butt Coke plugs, We have a whole bunch of their merch. So this Music is. We don't plugs. have any butt plugs don't though. Have that. They, we have like a bag they only have a it.
0: couple of the butt plugs they made. But they no, Nick, Nick, uh, Nick, <laughs> uh, Nick Passy and Aria Darling make a ton of fucking merch for local musicians and stuff. They also do it for other people, but that's a, a business that they Buttons, started. They do like graphic design and, and, um, you know, that's their bag there actually behold
3: it's way awesome they wrote our intro music yeah yeah, they
0: do our intro and outro music Uh, we love those guys but Nick Passy in particular does a bunch of of merch shit because that's how you know a lot of artists like you know you make money off of albums really like the return for throwing stuff up on Spotify is pretty garbage even for like the biggest artists yeah and so the way most artists make their money is off of merch merch. so
3: you have some t-shirts and stuff right
2: yeah, I do. I have a uh, merch store. It's like TC official. I don't I actually don't even know. I just designed a whole collection we'll and find I find you on even Instagram. You. Oh,
0: nice. There you go. There you go. Yes,
2: find me on Instagram. It's somewhere. It's somewhere in the world. Mm. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, I do all my graphic design, so it's probably not the best.
0: <laughs> all right. So, we're going to do our affirmation. Um, it's uh exhale that bullshit. Um today. I'd love that. I've just completely taken this over from Julia, by the way, oh, I don't that, even
3: get to do my one thing. That,
0: that occurred. That occurred to me without a doubt. Uh, today practice the ancient meditation technique of inhaling the good shit and exhaling the bullshit. Think of good shit like puppies and pandas and pineapple, or think of things that don't start with the letter P <laughs> <laughs> breathe that in. Like it sparkles, Exhale that bullshit, uh, stuff like anxiety, self doubt and resentment. Let it leave your body like dust being cleared out. It works. At the very least, you'll have an idea about what stuff you like and what stuff to dump on your therapist. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd you be go. careful with pineapple though, because it's the food that eats you back. I love
3: pineapple. It's so, it's good, so good, though. I it's delicious. Pineapples. I'll eat it until it, it eats me. Especially, so I can't <laughs> taste it anymore. I'm like, okay, time to stop. Especially
0: upside <laughs> down pineapples,
2: huh? Huh? Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> if you know. You know. Ah.
2: I'm just kidding. Yeah, I had a hat and I got so many compliments, so confused. And yeah. then someone someone finally had to explain it to me so I stopped wearing hey, look, it. look it's her. a unicorn. <laughs>
0: uh
2: we are not upside
0: down pineapple people. Um our trip to Bear Lake is not going to be one of those it's kinds of trips. It's not an upside down pineapple
4: party. First off, we have all of our kids with us. Oh my us, god, there are so, so. many minors
1: there. <laughs> Although Jeremy, you'll be nice, you'll be you'll be happy to know that Heather claimed one of the only bedrooms that doesn't have the capability of keeping a child. Oh, in good. There, that's you? smart.
0: And to be fair, there's not that many minors anymore. Almost all of the kids are adults at this th- point. Th-
1: well, there's only three kids and then Henry.
3: And yeah. So basically a toddler.
0: Yeah. Which he doesn't really, really
3: toddler. Oh, well, Plus Samuel, Samuel now. He's,
2: a,
1: he's a grand. We get the little yeah. babies now.
2: We're on to the next generation.
3: Yeah, he's a
1: grandpa.
2: <sighs> My parents are new grandpas. So uh, And moms. I get grandmas. Grandparents. Grandparents. <laughs> grandparents. That's the word. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. My kids are Not older, from you, but though. Nope, not for me. Okay. No. My kids are,
1: my kids <laughs> are older, single.
0: but they, are, they have no plans. Hey, you children. can be single and make babies. This is true, but we not talked the way about I do we it. talked <laughs> about the whole poking holes and condoms <laughs> thing. So. It, you could just not wear them too and make babies. Like that's a whole thing. Uh, please share the episode. Go out and leave us a review on your favorite platform, whether it's Shitty Apple or it's like Spotify or something. Um, that helps us a lot. Um, and you can reach us on socials at TNU Podcast or our website hotdog-water.com and also the new utah.com is, is a real website so uh, hopefully you guys uh, enjoy this and um, yeah share it yeah please share it